from the nchc.tv studios behind the mask hockey shops present college hockey west live behind the masks college hockey west live is brought to you by jesse ray's barbecue at 308 north boulder highway in henderson stop in for lunch cater your next event or just buy a couple of bottles of our award-winning sauces the nchc and nchc.tv subscribe to nchc.tv to watch the best in college hockey since 2013 the tag creative group search t-g-r-a-n-r-u-d at redbubble.com and let us create a unique design for you or your business behind the mask hockey shops visit any of our three valley locations or go to behindthemask.com whether you're on ice or in line caesar's entertainment resorts and casinos where an iconic vacation awaits you at any of our destinations around the world the spaghetti shack classic italian comfort food quickly with locations in tempe and pine top order online at the spaghetti shack.com liberty university play for something more faith education and hockey at liberty.edu college hockey inc your ncaa hockey resource jets pizza sign up for our crunch club at jetspeats.com and have special deals delivered straight to your inbox and by the caesar's sportsbook app proud partner of the nhl college hockey west live from the nchc.tv studios presented by behind the mask as a part of the icetimehockeywest.com network here are your hosts scott strandy and paul hornstein all right well welcome in hockey fans anywhere that you may be joining us tonight on this sunday night a little bit late as uh, i'm scrambling as usual uh to, to get checked into a hotel on the road but um we're here. Paul Hornstein is here. My longtime co-host is in that big, beautiful palatial estate, uh, probably in the basement as uh, as his normal location. So, Paul, how are you? Wow, you finally got something right there. I'm in the basement. I don't know about the rest of that other nonsense and palatial estate crap that you uh, are spouting. <laughs> but you don't know anything about that. Nope, not a thing, huh? Nope. Huh? Goodness gracious. Okay, um, I hate starting shows like this. You know that, but um, yeah, a, a tragedy happened last night on the ice of all places. Yeah. Things that we've seen in the past. Um, this one, though, um, was a little different. You could tell if you've seen the video, and I hope no. you haven't. But no, uh, I, 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 I've seen a couple of places where I could look at it, and I don't need to see it. Thank you very much. I saw Clint Malarchuk that video a couple of a few times and um that's enough i i don't need uh listen um if you're looking for the video i don't know i have to i and you want to see it uh, i know some people like gory stuff but i don't know it's just what are you doing people and why are you posting it with all i i i I can't stop you, and I'm not looking to stop anybody from posting it. I'm not st trying to stop anybody from looking at it either. But really, people, are you that, I mean, that sort of morbid that you need to see this? I know there's a segment of well, the population that'll find that, that'll like any, that we can, you can find somebody to like anything. But, I mean, come on. Um, no, uh, I won't be looking yeah, for mean, it and I won't be trying to find it either. 
Let me let me explain what we're talking about. If you uh, haven't heard, uh, last night Adam Johnson, um, a player for the Nottingham, um, what are the Nottinghams? I gotta look and see now. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Um, it, the Panthers, I think it is. Yeah, Panthers. You are correct. The Nottingham Panthers um, came across center ice. Uh, a teammate and and two other players from the opposing team in Sheffield. Um, ran into each other. Uh, one of the players went to the ice. His skate came up and met um, Adam full speed right right below the mask, basically. And, um, you, you know, you mentioned it. It was gory. It was not good. Uh, you could see immediately that he was in a lot of pain. He tried to get up, went right back to the ice. The uh, staff, the medical staff, did everything they could at the time and uh, got him to the hospital they removed everybody from the building of course they canceled the game and everything that you would do in that that case yeah. but um they got him uh, off to the hospital i guess and um it was sometime overnight uh, that he passed away and um you know a 29 year old healthy individual who was uh doing what he loved to do um the tie to me is a little bit closer than probably others that are listening um, he's a bulldog as am I, yeah. um, he, uh, also played for the Ontario rain. I had a chance to see him play for the rain. Um, ironically, when I was at the NCHC offices, I picked up a hat from the, uh, frozen Faceoff in 2017 with the bulldog logo on it as the champions. Mm -hmm. Um, Adam was a, he was a hockey player. Let's just put it that way. I mean, um, yeah. Comments have been out. I'll read you one from Matt Collin, who's also a good friend of mine. Um, his comment was, he's simply an unreal kid, just a great guy, salt of the earth kind of guy, so humble and very easy and very easy person to be around. He's, those, he's uh, one of those guys who just loves the game and being around the rink and with the guys. And we hear it all the time, Paul, but um, when something tragic like this happens, that's when you find out um, – how many friends you have. And if you've seen anything of the videos out there, I mean, goodness gracious, he has uh, a ton of fans that uh, are uh, showing up at the Sheffield arena uh, with flowers and condolences and teammates and, and everything like that. So I don't know. I, there's, there's not an easy way to, uh, to get around well, this. We, I we did think, and, and you, you mentioned this to me, you said, let's, uh, Let's maybe play the play this clip that the voice of the Bulldogs, Bruce Siski, put together. Twenty one of Adams' twenty four UMD goals. We won't do them all, um, but they're in chronological order. Maybe I can get to that last one. Probably that was the overtime um, winner against BU in the twenty seventeen Frozen Faceout or Frozen uh, Four semifinals. No idea. Um, 2017 or 2018? I'd have to. Uh, I have was to look. I was a. You know that was right around. I, right around. Uh, uh, right around the time where I was just starting to 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 get into this with you. Um, obviously, I was preoccupied uh, emotionally with a lot of things at that point. So I, I can't honestly tell you off the top of my head which. Which one it is? So we'll just okay. Well, go as long as you can. What I can tell you is that uh, UMD coach uh, Scott Sandlin is going to speak uh, with reporters tomorrow at uh, 10 a.m. And uh, 
Bruce Siski has uh, covered UMD hockey for a long time, and uh, I don't think Bruce will mind us uh, playing a little bit of his clip from KDAL 610 and 103.9 in Duluth, Minnesota. So here you go. Here's a listen to a couple of the goals from Adam Johnson. Molinsky, cross pass for Iafala, right circle, shot stop, good keep by Johnson. Adam Johnson walks the line. Johnson, a shot, knocked down, they score! Might have been tipped in front by Thomas. Could be Johnson's goal, but it is. It's his first as a Bulldog. It's 6-0. Iafalo back into the offensive zone for UMD on his backhand. Towards the net, they score! Looked like Adam Johnson might have tipped it in, and the Bulldogs on the board first. Iafalo will shoot in. Schultz picked it up for St. Cloud State. Left wing feed for Joey Benick. Benick over the line, shoots one well wide. It'll bounce out to neutralize. Iafalo ahead of steam. Three on two for UMD to the St. Cloud line. Iafalo trying to drive the net, cannot. Goes around the back of the goal instead. Turns and fires one. St. Bain rebound is loose. Humphrey, they score! Adam Johnson and the Bulldogs strike in the opening minute. Corrin back to Farley center point. It's an escape, and here comes Lewis, shorthanded. Anthony Lewis has a breakaway. Corrin trying to hook him. Lewis is stopped by Koski Sewell. Lewis maintains possession, and now it's turned back to Melnick. Ten in the power play. Could be the save of the game, Bruce. If you make something happen, you'll remember that one. Johnson over the line, walking in, he scores! Adam Johnson as the power play expires! What a play, it's 4-3! Oh. UMD a chance, walking in, score! Adam Johnson, a power play goal to make it a 5-0 game! The steal at his blue line gives to Osterberg. Defender fell down to the Irish. Here comes Adam Johnson behind that defender. Great move, and he scores! What a move, Adam Johnson! It's 2-1 UMD! Anderson, left wing. Got it to Johnson. Trying to get it to the front for Osterberg. That one knocked back behind. Now Osterberg right of the cage. Out to the right point, Molinar. Molinar towards it. A tipped on goal by Anderson. Rebound is loose. They score! Johnson was there! Gained the Bulldog line, but Malmquist can't handle the pass. Anderson, lead pass ahead to Johnson over the line. Johnson against Bretzman, score! Adam Johnson uses Bretzman as a screen against the Bulldogs on the board. It's handled a bit by Miska, but right there to recover is Pionk, and he clears it ahead. Coleman's going to beat the icing call with ease. Left side, centering pass, Johnson in front, can't draw to the forehand, now backhand, score! He banked it off. He banked it off the <laughs> Adam Johnson, it's 2-0 Bulldogs! Berg on the right. Got it to Thomas. Thomas, a shot blocked by Vessel. And UNO's got possession, but Susie holds the right point. Across Johnson, top of the left circle, gets away from him, and it scores! Adam Johnson waited out the defender. Power play goal, it's 2-1. Osterberg back in for UMD. Centering pass off of Johnson. Skinny scores! Nifty play, Adam Johnson, and the Bulldogs on the board first. And Johnson spins around the back of his goal. Trying to get away from Brett Gardner and does. Gains the line. Johnson drives it in. Johnson a chance. He scores! What a play! New York to L.A. for Adam Johnson. It's 2-1. to Bulldogs get this one ahead. Tufty at the red line. He'll backhand it in deep as UMD makes a full five-man change. Puck free. Adam Johnson scores! That one came funny off the wall. Adam Johnson left circle. Bounced through Cam Johnson. And the Bulldogs on the board first. Adam Johnson will take the draw instead. And he wins the draw. Raskov, center point, shot goes high. Johnson tries to bring it in, and he does! Adam Johnson off the back of the goaltender, and the Bulldogs on the board first! Tied up on the inboards. 
Dogs win the battle. Tadadado and Aya follow. Up top, Johnson. Johnson scores! Adam Johnson, center point, power play goal. Dogs lead 2-1. Adam Johnson to center. Gets around one man. Carries it over the line. Gives to Mackay. Back to Johnson. Left corner. Whipped it around to the right for Osterberg. Out to right point, Molinar. This way on the left for Wolf. Fakes. Now shoots one down low. Johnson trying to bounce it off the goal. He scores! Adam Johnson off the back of the goal. Tender Larkin. Bulldogs on the board first. Left point for Pionk. Spins away from Greenberg, walk back to the middle, one-timer, Johnson, score! It was hit in front, possibly by Anderson, power play goal, we're tied! Carson Kuhlman, Raskob left point towards the net, that one knocked down, Osterberg chance, they rebound, stop, they score! Adam Johnson makes it 6-4! to four. Bulldogs control the faceoff, Johnson walks the line, shot, score! Adam Johnson may have been tipped by Anderson, power play goal, it's 2-0! Johnson, right point, I follow, left point, Peon. Back this way, looking for Johnson. Somebody got a stick in the way. I believe it was Gardner. Johnson, right circle. Johnson scores! Adam Johnson! Power play goal for the right circle. It's 3-1! Hard around by Summerby. Ayafalo kept it in. Right wing side, Anderson towards the net. Sticked in behind Ottinger. Ayafalo, left point, Pionk. On the right, one-timer, Johnson blocked. Right back to him. Johnson into the circle. Johnson, shot, scores! Adam Johnson! The Bulldogs are going to the Frozen Four! And a power play goal by Adam Johnson! Okay, there you go. Um, you heard a lot of names in there. You heard Ayafalo, you heard Anderson, you heard Miska, you heard uh, a bunch of them, the great uh, Bruce Siski with it. I was going to cut it off short, Paul, but I thought, you know what? I, I got to do justice to this because... Uh, um, you'll notice that um, Adam Johnson knew the goaltenders pretty well because he banked a lot off their backside. Well, uh, listen, I mean, um, collectively he was part of, a, like I said, a group that, uh, you know, that I, you know, as I got into this with you, um, you know, was part of a group that I started calling the Vampires. You know, because they were never done. And, um, you know, it's it's never, it's always too soon. Uh, but this is obviously, you know, you take a risk every time you play sports. And we know that. Um, my students get cranky when I don't let them do stuff they're not supposed to do. They go, oh, we're not going to get hurt. I said, you know the definition of the word accident? Now, is yeah, that, well put. Is, is, that, well put. is, that, is it part self-preservation on my part? Yes. Okay, because obviously uh, there are legalities involved. Um, but, you know, this is different. Um, the league shut down the games all over the rest of the weekend. Um, and I believe uh, there's some midweek games also there that are being uh, uh, canceled or postponed. And, um, you know, I, this is... Well, and, and almost every game. league that, that he was in from high school in Hibby, Minnesota, all the way up to um, the Pittsburgh Penguins have... I've reached out. The NHL has reached out with comments, and 
and the condolences. And the NCHC, I thought, made a, a very nice gesture today, too. They made an announcement that they will have a moment of silence at every NCHC game on Friday night. Uh, so, as, uh, uh, And it makes, uh, as they should. I mean, you know, this is not, um, like I said, it just, there's there's really no way to describe it. Um, I know somebody that I guess saw it accidentally, and I take that person's word for it because, you know, but they've played, they've been on the ice. Um, and like I said, you know the risk you take. Um, but, um, no, I just... Um, uh, well, and, and I'll the, say this again. Here's the thing, too. Here's the thing, too, right? It's it's a little more abstract for me than it is for you, just based on situations where you see a lot of these people on a on a on a semi regular basis. Is that fair enough? Yeah, fair it's, enough. You know, you have uh, much more face to face contact with people than I do. For a lot of different reasons. But you do. And there's there's really no easy way to talk about this. So No, there isn't, but but I think it had to be talked about, um, obviously for the player that Adam was and um, you know, as you said, we've seen this happen before. Clint Malarchik up uh, probably the the um most visible, I guess. Uh, but I saw it happen in high school in uh, a junior varsity game in Minot, North Dakota. Yeah, I mean. Um, so, I mean, we've seen this. The yeah. other thing, Paul, is that, that you don't expect to see this. And, you know, I was at the game where Craig Cunningham um, went down with heart failure. Um, and um, it, it, it's shocking. It's shocking to not only the players, but also to the fans because they don't understand. They came there to see a game, and all of a sudden um, something tragic has happened. So these people, I heard a comment today saying, like, all the people that were in that building and witnessed it are not ever going to be able to forget that. <laughs> no <laughs> kidding. be with them forever. No kidding. So, you know, I mean. It's, and that's if they it's just saw one it, of, by the way. Uh, yeah, most and, of them probably only saw him go down. No, I. Back up. Yeah, I think it was the after part that they that they saw that's because I saw the video clip because I thought I needed to see it to understand what happened. And, um, it, watching the video okay. clip as it happens, you don't think much, much is going to happen other than it was a skate up there. But, um, clearly when he went down, it was instantaneous that there was, there was a severe problem. So, um, I will say one other thing on the positive side of thing, ironically, TJ Oshi and his Warroad brand uh, came out with a, uh, a cut-resistant um, protective undershirt, basically, right. that protects the arms, the chest, the neck. Right. Um, and people were saying, like, yeah, that's really great. This was just before this happened, like a couple days ago. And they are saying, like, yeah, this is really great, but it, the, the price point is $200. And uh, I looked online today. And just to see, because I hadn't really looked that closely at it, and I'm going like, man, there's a lot of people that are buying them. Oh, yeah, they're sold yeah. out. So everybody, 
I'm guessing that that witnessed this or heard about it decided, you know what, 200 bucks, whatever it was, isn't going to be enough, isn't going to be too much for that kind of protection. Now, I don't know if this would have, um, the way the way the play went, I don't know if this would have. Well, see, that's just it, right? You it? can't, but you can't protect everything. Yeah, yeah. You, you, it, remember, you're talking about freak flukes. Okay, you're talking about freaky, impossible to calculate odds of something happening. And you just can't. You can minimize it as much as you can. But, you know, I, you know, I'm not trying to, listen, if you, if you, if you can do it, go for it. Every little bit helps. But, you know, like you said, you don't know, even know if this would have helped that, but it might prevent the next one. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, I just wanted to uh, to get that out there and let everybody know it uh, at UMD and and really in the hockey world because uh, Adam touched so many different players at so many different levels and um, didn't hear a bad word about the guy. Um, he didn't get much of an NHL shot, only 13 games with the Penguins and uh, played some AHL, as I said, with the Ontario Reign and the, uh, the Phantoms. Uh, but, um, it, it was some uniqueness, um, to his game. He was very good at, at, at putting the puck in the net, so to speak. Uh, how many times did you hear Bruce say he could, he could put it off the back of the goaltender? Um, he was in the right place at the right time. And, uh, this, unfortunately he was in the wrong place at the wrong time. So thoughts and prayers to his family and uh, his teammates and basically the hockey world is. We lost a good one. Adam Johnson is just 29 years old. Yeah, just, you know, I mean, I mean, just, yeah. I mean, I don't even know how else to respond other than that, you know. And, and no easy way to transition, although I will say that uh, just a little bit that I've known or knew of uh, Adam Johnson, he would want the game to go on. So uh, in our case, the game will go on. This is College Hockey West Live. This is where we talk about what happened on the weekend. And, oh, my goodness, Paul, you know as well as I do that this was a crazy, weird weekend in NCAA hockey. And I'm going to start with the team that I saw up close and personal on Friday night in Denver. And and people were asking, they're like, yeah, Augustana's not that good. I'm like, huh, be careful. They're old. They're experienced. They're talented. They got a great head coach. And, um, yeah, <laughs> when you, uh, when you see what those guys put together, you will understand that, um, they're, they're pretty good. Let's okay. just put it and, that way. And, and just as, as numbers to back it up, not that I'm the biggest numbers guy ever, but, uh, in last week, 16, only two of the 16 teams went two and oh. Everybody else had at least a tie or a loss. So that should give you an idea of just how crazy uh, another weekend was of college hockey. 
Yeah, I totally agree with you. Hold on one second while I try to set these clips up if you want to talk a little bit about what you saw from well, August. First of all, let's 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 say this. They look spectacular. Uh, I'm not usually a fan of the dark jersey over the white, but that road uniform for Augustana, that is top notch. Make a white version of that. That that is, just reverse it and make a white version of that, and you've got about as good a set of threads as you can have in college hockey. Um. And and I thought that uh, on top of that, the you know the 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 uniform matchup on on Saturday night at CC was was top notch. <laughs> you like that one, did you? I, yeah. Okay. I, I, you know, I'm just saying. I've, I, you know, we I'll talk about the game too, but I was waiting for you to set up whatever you want. Yeah. To set yeah. Up, let's. But, but I, let's, I'm going to play the just, clips and then we'll talk about the game because I've got them ready to go. Um, are these from uh, here comes or? uh, what? Which which night are these from? This is from Denver. This is from okay. Friday night. So, uh, and by the uh, way, the first, fr- yeah. All right, you want you want me? We should set up the but, game. First, by the way, right? what? We should set the game up first, right? This is a game where Denver had a yeah. three goal lead. Yeah. Uh, relatively early in the game. Very uh, early in the game. You know, eight minutes into the game, they were winning three nothing. And you're like, oh boy. If you're you know if you're an Augustana fan, you're like. Uh, this is um, about to get ugly, and it did, just not the way we thought it would. <laughs> and they reversed course quickly, and uh, they got it to overtime with a goal of twenty-one point eight seconds to go, and um, they played overtime, and it ended in a tie. That's an official tie. Then they decided to do the three-on-three shootout. I think that's an NCHC thing, but well, um, so they did the the three-on-three. Uh, or the uh, shootout. What it, what it what it is and, is they don't do they don't count for anything in non conference games. Um, they don't the winner of the shootout doesn't count for anything in the pairwise. And conferences use it to give out an extra point uh, in their standings. So the, any non conference game that goes for a shootout, it's very unofficial. It's an exhibition, they call it. An exhibition shootout. Yeah. Play extra time. So anyway, um, this one went, uh, and uh, this name will sound familiar to you, Paul. The guy that scored the goal to uh, to send it, uh, a happy group of uh, Vikings to the locker room, one Jack Jensen. Yeah, I've heard of it. Sound yeah. familiar? A former uh, Sun Devil. Devil. Um, so... Um, yeah, and he's been having a pretty good year so far this young season for uh, Augustana. But but let's hear from the guys. And, and I joked with the guys because I, I uh, have a clip from Arno uh, Vachon, the uh, graduate student captain and goaltender Zach Rose. And I said, geez, I told you guys I was going to catch up with you again. I didn't think it would be this soon. And they both had a good chuckle with that. But uh, let's start with uh, uh, Coach Raboin, or as I like to say, Coach Rabs. All right, college hockey fans, it's uh, it's a never-say-die Augustana Vikings team. Man, what a performance tonight, Coach Radboyne. How are you doing? We're doing great. We're happy uh, the result from our group. Um, obviously, they had great jump, and I'm speaking about Denver right now out of the gates, uh, but uh, to fight back into that game and, and, and finish it at the end there, 
Great job by our guys. You know, I talked to you, uh, a few of your players about two weeks ago, and uh, I said, does this feel like a startup program or does this feel like another college hockey team? To a man, they all told me it's another college hockey team. Fair? Well, I appreciate it. We'll find out. It's still so early, and, you know, we're, we're playing guys and, and learning so much about our team. And, and despite the result tonight, I think we learned a lot about our guys. And, um, you know, we got another big one tomorrow, though. You, uh, you battled these guys uh, to the very end. You came back. You weren't intimidated. How do you get prepared, and how do you prepare these guys for coming into a hostile environment like this? Uh, the focus is so much on us right now and just playing our hockey that's – uh, it's still, it's just implementing things that we want to uh, see in our game. Uh, and it's it's time for uh, guys to start rising and, and growing their game. And you see two freshmen uh, score tonight, which is great to see. And again, another another great goal by Vashon as he leads away for us. And uh, it all starts in goal, and Zach was outstanding again tonight. Yep, and he, again, he, he, he had to battle the mental side of it. You give up three early, we stuck with him, and then he finished so strong for us. What's it like playing uh, here in uh, in Denver with the elevation? Did, did the guys feel it? Because it didn't look that way. No, I, I don't believe in it, to be honest. Uh, I've played in it. I've coached in it for years. Yes, it's a real thing, but uh, you, you'll find it. It takes a little bit sometimes, but our guys, uh, our guys were terrific. How does a win like this, um, I know it's a tie, but, but you win in the shootout, and, and the mindset has got to be in the locker room that, hey, we beat these guys. Yeah, I think there's belief that grows with every victory and that's not just in our group but within a fan base and um but we don't sing and dance on friday nights and we have another challenge tomorrow and i'm excited to see how our guys respond after an emotional victory what does this mean to your fan base i mean there's a lot of eyes on you guys playing a team like denver and on the road what does that mean for your fan base and growing this thing i think they, i think they're uh, they're slowly uh, starting to come on board, and, and there's been a big group that's been with us, and we've certainly been able to draw from that. Um, but we're excited as we grow, and, and um, it, it's our guys that are the engine, obviously, and, and we just got to continue to grow our game and play better. We, we, we had moments where we were outstanding tonight, but um, college hockey, you got to play for 60 minutes, and, and I'm excited to continue to take a step in that direction tomorrow. So tomorrow night you play at Colorado College a little bit more in elevation and a team that's still undefeated if I uh, saw the box score right tonight. Okay, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll only have a short time to, to get to talk about them. Uh, the key for us right now is our rest and getting our guys to bed and, and rehydrating all those things. Uh, but we have to go to Robson Arena tomorrow. We're excited about that challenge, and, and uh, we'll see if we can keep it going. Garrett, appreciate your time as always. Good luck tomorrow night. Thank you. Head coach Garrett Rayboyne after the uh, Friday night win um, against Denver. Paul, your thoughts? Well, you know, he 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 talked about uh, being in a situation where um, they still have to find out more about their team, and it, obviously, you know, five games in, six games in, they definitely have to do that. Um, but I think their team showed a lot <laughs> uh, on Friday night, uh, coming back from three goals down against, you know, basically the number one of the, you know, in some people's mind, the number one team in the country on their home ice. Um, and definitely a step up in the competition um, after the first you know, a couple of weekends of the season. And, um, 
maybe, just maybe, those first two games, even though they were shut out in both of them, were a little bit more or a little bit better prep for this weekend uh, in Colorado than we thought. Yeah, then those two games you're talking about were two losses at Wisconsin to start their um, the history of August Standard Vikings hockey. But yeah. I told you when I watched practice, Paul, when I left practice, I was going like, oh, this is this is not a startup team here. This is a team that's pretty darn good. And and I watched them play Bowling Green on the second night of their uh, homestand and get a win. And I'm going like, goodness, this team is is going to scare some people. I didn't think it was going to be at this level, though. And I think they were even a bit surprised. They won't probably admit that, but I think they were even a bit surprised at the way they played. Um, so let's get, we got two more clips here. One from Arno Vachon, the uh, the captain, and then uh, we'll go to Zach Rose, uh, the goaltender, But and then we'll get on to Colorado College. So here we go. Here's Arno. All right, welcome back in college hockey fans. Another great weekend, week four for us. And uh, I've got the Augustana Vikings here. I told uh, our Nova Sean, I said, I'm going to be back to see you soon. Now, I didn't realize it'd be quite this soon and uh, quite this big of a game for you guys. So, Arno, tell me about the game itself. I mean, yeah, we started off a little slow, but then we picked it up. Uh, it, it was a full team effort. We had guys sacrificing, blocking some big shots, and then everyone contributed there for that win. Never say die Vikings. You never quit. You never slow down. You just keep battling. It doesn't matter who's on the other side of the ice, does it? No, it doesn't matter. That's what, one thing we talk about, too. We're on the four lines and uh, applying the pressure at all times. That's what we did tonight. When you talk about a team like Denver and playing them at altitude here, coach didn't want to hear anything about altitude. I'm guessing you guys uh, didn't either. But did you feel it, honestly? I mean, once you once you get going in the game, you focus on other things and you don't really think about the altitude. So uh, we were fine. What about the environment, playing in Magnus, playing a top-ranked team like Denver? Um, just your thoughts on what it will do for this roster for the rest of the way? Yeah, uh, we talked about not being too, uh, ride the, the high too much, but uh, we got to enjoy this one. Is it, they're a good team, uh, but we have another big game tomorrow. How do you build on this? Next, uh, next game up is tomorrow night at CC, an undefeated team. You'll be uh, going battling again then on the road. Yeah, I mean, I feel like a lot of teams overlook us, but... Uh, if we keep working like that, then we, we spread a lot of teams like we did tonight. Tell me about the skating, because Denver's probably one of the best skating teams in the country, and you guys skated with them for the most part, and you played the physical style when you needed to. Yeah, I mean, uh, they're they're a good team skating-wise, but we are too. I don't think we're uh, too nervous about that. That's one thing we talked about a lot this week. Use our size, use our speed, and that's what we did, and we scored some good goals because of that. I asked you uh, a couple weeks ago when we talked, I said, does this feel like a uh, another college hockey team or does it feel like a uh, startup program? And you told me it feels like another college hockey team. It does. Every every game feel that way now? Yeah, it does, really. And again, touch on the sacrifice that we have. You guys sacrifice from each other. We've only known each other for four, four months now, and we're, we're brothers in there, and uh, we'll do whatever it takes to win. How is this going to help the fan base? Uh, given, for them to have the opportunity to watch you guys play a top-ranked team like this and perform the way you did? Yeah, I mean, we talk a lot about how uh, they brought a, a program here to Augustana. Uh, they put a lot of trust in us, and now we're giving back to the community, trying to win as many games as possible, and uh, get the fan base going for when we have the, the mid-pool open. Do you realize it's the end of October? It's not, it's not even November yet? Yeah, I mean, it, it's flying by still. Like, October flew by, but that means we're having fun, that means we're doing the right thing, so it's all good. I don't know, Rashad, thanks for uh, visiting tonight. Good luck the rest of the way, okay? Thank you. That's the captain, Paul. What did you think? Well, you know, 
they they do they are experienced right uh, i mean i i was shocked when i saw that statistic that they are the quote unquote oldest team by average age in college hockey i'm i'm sure that wasn't an accident oh no no it was not um but you know so that you're not going to be flummoxed by hostile situations and clearly they are not or at least weren't and uh you know loads and loads of credit to them to them uh, the entire weekend um you'll see uh two stories this week uh at the beginning of the week you'll see the uh unfortunateness unfortunate situation uh with adam johnson and on the negative side unfortunately but you'll see all kinds of stuff in the in the college hockey media about augustana this weekend uh over the next couple of days because nobody and i mean nobody anybody that thought they were going to go into colorado and get a win and a tie I, I need didn't you listen to me or what to, huh didn't you listen to me no you never listened to me no why would i do i that? told you this team was really good not <laughs> you, you didn't really say good. winning a tie. you didn't you didn't say winning a tie this weekend i don't like predictions well this <laughs> you, you those are usually what's wrong um but i i don't think anybody expected uh, a win and a tie this weekend especially in one of the games where you were down by three early. Yeah. Okay. Let's hear from uh, the goaltender, Zach Rose. Okay, college hockey fans. How do I start this one out? It's uh, Paradise in Colorado. <laughs> Can I say that for uh, Zach Rose, the kid from Paradise? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is my first time here. <laughs> Can't see any mountains. But it's, you know, I'm going to keep playing that up, oh, right? That you're from Paradise. I'm not going to ever let that go down. I know. <laughs> All right, so tell me about this one. Uh, Top-ranked team like Denver, they come out, they get three quick ones, and uh, you guys battle back. What does it say about the Augustana Vikings? Uh, I think it just speaks to our resiliency for sure. I've been saying it since day one. Um, when you go down the way we did early in the first, um, just to see the fight from the boys, they just turn the game around completely and fought till the very end. Um, I mean, when we scored 24 or 40 seconds left in the game, you know, we fought till the very end, and then... To, to pull that out, um, it feels great. Uh, what? I think it really. I think sorry, the <laughs> the coaches too that uh, they just they stuck with it. They knew that uh, we were fine, and um, you know that coach Demers, uh, you know we just kind of embodied his uh, spirit because um, he's fighting, and, and that's kind of what we uh, we try to do out there. Today. Okay, so you come into a hostile environment like Magnus Arena. It doesn't seem to really rattle you guys. I, and I told you that before. It doesn't look like guys get rattled in any situation. Um, what's it feel like, though? It's no different than, uh, I mean, obviously you, you're playing at home and the fans are cheering for you, but it's no different when there's there's fans or no fans, personally. You're on the ice and you're focused on the game. You're focused on what's going on in the stands. Coach wanted no hearing or no talking about the elevation, but did it affect you guys? Do you feel elevation out there? Uh, I think the first day, uh, yeah. climbing up the stairs, I uh, felt a little winded, but 
after that, um, I think I think we were fine. How do you build on this one? You got Colorado College come up. They're currently undefeated. Uh, you're going to play them on their barn. What do you do to uh, continue this? Uh, I think our start's going to be better tomorrow for sure. Um, they're feeling really good, obviously being undefeated, and they play some good teams, and, and they're a good team themselves. So uh, we just got to have a better start, and uh, I think stick with it no matter what happens tomorrow, and I think we'll be fine. You're a new team, but you're not a new team. I mean, this is a group of guys that are coming together. Uh, they're all college hockey players. They're all uh, parody, I guess, is across the board. So it doesn't feel like a startup to you, does it? No, I mean, we've got some old guys, and I mean, even the young guys are old for being young. So, uh, no, I mean, the way that we've kind of gelled and clicked right away, it's, it's like we've been together for two, three, four years already. Zach, it's only the end of October. What do you guys do for uh, November, December, and beyond? Uh, we'll focus on it when it comes. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. Thank you. The goaltender, Zach Rose. Let me throw you a couple of things, Paul, to to, to chew on. First of all, what a classy move when he talked about uh, Chad Demers, who uh, is dealing with another brain surgery and uh, the fight that he had. And the guys talked about it. Uh, Zach told me that uh, they were going to do this and, and be warriors for uh, for Chad Demers. So kudos to him for that. Secondly, a little foreshadowing. He said, we need to start fast. And they did exactly that at Colorado College. And thirdly, I asked him about the future, and he said, we'll deal with the future when it gets here. Yeah, well, <laughs> I get what he's saying, and they did start much faster. They got an, an, an early goal in the first five minutes of, of the game on Saturday night. Uh, late in the first period, CC tied it up uh, on, on an Evan Warner goal, um, but then CC decided to take a couple of trips to the penalty box and you know, let just a little over a minute later, Augustana took the lead uh, for good on the five on three. Uh, and you know, CC too many trips to the penalty box. Um, I am sure that that Coach Mayotte not happy with with that. Um, Paul, but but, but a, despite that, despite that, they got a five minute major. Uh, to to work on their power play in the third period, and it it scored once, but they almost scored a second time, and uh, that could have tied the ball game. You know, they got a five on three later in the in 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 the, in the third period that you're talking about uh, to make it four to three. Um, but here's where the experience pays off, right? Uh, these guys have played all over the all over the place, right? When you look at when you look at their roster. You know, you talked about Jack Jensen coming from ASU. Um, but uh, you got guys that have played at Providence, Colgate, St. Cloud, uh, Fairbanks, um, uh, Clarkson, Niagara, uh, Miami, uh, and, and all over the place, Bowling Green, all over the place. And just, you know, you can probably you can find a couple of guys from that played in just about every conference. Uh, you got a, a guy transferring in from Ohio State. You know, these team, these guys have all seen these sorts of situations before. So, uh, this is how uh, Coach uh, Raboin decided to, to to build his team. You can call him Coach Rabs. Coach Raboin decided to build his team. 
Um, he got as much experience as he could, not trying to oversize one particular you know cohort. But um, at least early on, it's paying off in a lot of different ways, and it's going to have to be um, that experience because they don't play another. They play one home game until the first week of January. Okay, so so let me ask you this: um, They leave Denver. Uh, they stayed in Denver, by the way, the whole week right. or the okay. three days, right. and they bust down to Colorado College. They they right. stop by uh, Magnus and picked up all this stuff. I think they told me nine thirty on Saturday morning, and then bust down and bust back after the game. Um, a bit bit different, um, not not typical. But you know what? Uh, nothing is typical with. Uh, Coach Radboim because he, uh, he he does it his way, and uh, so far it's been pretty darn good. Speaking of doing it his way, Paul, he started a freshman goaltender against the undefeated uh, Colorado College Tigers, Tigers in, uh, in Robeson Arena. Yeah, um, I, I don't. Were you again, shocked at that? Because I was. Um, I was, but again, I, I, the question that I would ask, you know, um, or you know we don't know because uh, it's behind closed doors. Was that scheduled to begin with? It had. It would have had to have been. Right. You're not going to go into those situations, especially when you you know your your graduate uh, student goalie uh, kept you in a game where you trailed three nothing early. Uh, to one of the national championship favorites. Now, I think Josh, his last name is is pronounced Kotai, but I'm not I'm not certain on that. But right. anyway, what an outstanding game he had going up against uh, we think is one of the best goaltenders in the country in Caden Embarico. Caden the Sponge Embarico, by the way. Um, just no. And they uh, they battled and what I noticed, Paul, uh, from Augustana in the Colorado College game was the fact that they they were moving the puck and unloading it. Did you see how fast they unloaded shots that were cross-ice passes? I mean, there was no stopping that thing. It was like on my stick and in the back of the net. Well, and uh, that's, what you, that's what you that's have experience. to do to beat. That's but that's experience. Right, but that's what you have to do to beat top-quality goalies is you have to get the shot off before they get set. Yeah, yeah. And they did that at least twice, maybe three times, uh, in that in that win at Colorado College, and um, a lot of a lot of eyes were opened uh, in that contest. It, they were open in Denver too, but the Denver guys will tell you, yeah, we didn't play very well. It wasn't Denver hockey, and maybe they didn't. But it was opening night, and um, it was their first home game, right? I mean, and their first home game, yeah, opening night, and uh, they. Um, you know, maybe they didn't play uh, DU hockey. And also, Coach Carl said, and I'll talk to him this week and get a little more detail from him. But um, they, maybe they didn't play their best. But a lot of that had to do with the Augustana Vikings too. They fought back and they kept coming and they didn't slow down. And this team is scary when they pull their goaltender and that extra attacker. They might be one of the best I've seen uh, early on in the season with the extra attacker. Well, we'll see, right? I mean, uh, um, you know, you fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. 
Uh, I'm not trying to say that in a negative way, but, you know, I got to see it more. <laughs> show me. The Paul Hornstein show me method. Well, you're going to get a chance because they're going to go up to the uh, the UP and play Michigan Tech this weekend. And, very interesting uh, series. Very, that very will be interesting. an interesting one because uh, Tech can't afford to lose any games. They've lost too many already. Uh, that, that is a team that, at least on paper, has underperformed. Oh, goodness, yes. Goodness, yes. So. And I think there was some shock when uh, their all-everything goaltender didn't start the other night. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, we, we've talked about it. Um, and, and for the most part, again, you know, we don't know if that was planned or not. I'm, I'm going to guess it was. Because, you know, you're more likely to take that risk in a non-conference game than you are in a league game. Yeah, I mean, who knows? We'll never know. Okay, so let's move on. Uh, not that we couldn't talk about Augustana hockey forever because they are they are worthy of that at this point in the season. But um, Colorado College on Friday night uh, went over and kept their unbeaten streak intact at that point and uh, basically took it to Air Force at Cadet Ice Arena and claimed the, their first trophy, the Pikes Peak Trophy. So uh, congratulations to CC. Paul, do you think there might have been a letdown coming back um, for CC? Um, I don't know. I don't know if letdown is the word. Maybe a little overconfidence. Because, you know, they hadn't been playing at the top of their game in every game going into that game on Saturday night, but they were still winning. So, you know, um, you know, so again, anyway, the, again, the, the Tigers took the uh, Pikes Peak trophy. Right. Um, and Saturday night, the uh, Air Force cadets drove the 45 minutes up the uh, I-25 in the snow, by the way, um, to Denver to take on the Pioneers. And I told you I, I wouldn't want to be any team that was playing the Pioneers after what I um, saw post game. <laughs> you, you could tell they were going to come back focused and ready. Um, Air Force did a good job to keep it 4 nothing. I thought. Honestly, um, I, 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 I thought it was going to be worse. I really did. Honestly, that that game was cl was was up for grabs um, until about midway through the third period. Yeah, there was um, an empty netter even in that, so it was really a three nothing. You game. know, um, Massimo Rizzo with the second goal of the night, fifth on the season, as he tries to keep pace with Macklin Celebrini over there at BU. Um, tremendous goal uh, with about six minutes to go in the game. Uh, to really put the game away. Uh, Air Force battled, as you would expect Air Force to do. They had their chances, going 0 for 5 on the power play. Um, but, I mean, the shots on goal in the game were 27-24 Air Force. I mean, Denver. Yeah, it was uh, it was it was highly contested, but I just had the feeling that Denver wasn't going to let this one slip away. 
uh, no matter what. And, and that's a, a bit of a rivalry as well yeah, yeah, no, with Air sure. Force in Denver. So uh, it's unique in the fact that they played uh, with Augustana in the middle of it. But um, that's the way it was. Um, we'll get to more games in just a minute, but I do want to touch on what's coming up uh, this week. There's the uh, start of the uh, Gold Pan Series. So uh, Denver and CC will play first at Magnus on Friday night and then back at Robeson Saturday night. And this might be the most competitive um, Gold Pan Series since Chris Mayotte's taken over at the helm at Colorado College. Well, it probably is before that, too. It's probably been a while uh, since since CC's won it. I'd have to go do the research or ask somebody, but I think it's been a while since the Tigers have won the, the gold pan. Yeah, it has been. Um, but I think that uh, you will see this week, uh, you will see a very, very tough series. A couple of angry teams, probably. Um, you not only get the start of the gold pan series, you get the start of the conference series season. Um, and I would say, you know, uh, on on offense, Denver has the advantage. But uh, uh, in their own end, I would say Colorado College does, uh, especially in the goal. So, be very, very interesting. And coming off that one nothing CC win in the conference tournament last year. It's going to be a very, very heated weekend. Well, I'm going to ask a question to David Carl this week, and I know I'm not going to get the answer, is who do you start in goal? Because his freshman goaltender on uh, Saturday night was outstanding. And uh, it'll be I, interesting. I would be shocked at home. I would be shocked if he didn't start Matt Davis on Friday and maybe switched it up. Um, but, you know, who knows? You know, I'm not in the room. So. And and just one uh, final note on CC, because we'll have a bunch of that uh, talk this week. Um, their freshman core, man, that recruiting class of Chris Mayotte, uh, Peter Menino, John Lidget, uh, go down the list. They found some really good freshmen. And uh, I think they have almost as equal talent coming in next year as freshmen. So um, they've got a nice base to work with here. Yeah, they're, they're you know, uh, we see it the year-to-year the, the, the year improvement under Chris Mayotte has been tremendous. And uh, it's going to be very, very, you know, some, some legacies, so to speak. Uh, they're going to have more goaltending and, in Carson Musser, um, another Slavin headed to CC. Uh, uh, Brendan Brisson's brother heading there as one of uh, three California kids to head to Colorado College next year, or at least at, at this point anyway. Yeah, so. it's going to be good. Okay, uh, up in North Dakota at Grand Forks, the uh, – the crazy start for North Dakota, their home season <laughs> has, has finally come to a, a brief end as they have to go on the road now. But they get a win, a dominating win over Minnesota State on Friday night and uh, a 2-2 tie uh, with Minnesota State on Saturday night. Any surprise there for you, Paul? Uh, 
I don't think there's any surprises. I think that, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure that North Dakota is a little disappointed that they were only one for five on the power play. They have struggled all year so far Which on the power play. Which is weird considering the talent that they have. Um, yeah. They, they, yep. they basically, um, they outshot Minnesota State um, in regulation 30, 31-24 um, and got eight shots off to one in the overtime session. Um, and... You know, Alex Tracy uh, was all over the place for Minnesota State and net, uh, keeping them in that game, especially in the overtime. I mean, the the shots on goal in the last 25 minutes of the game, uh, 25 to 6 for North Dakota. Yeah, craziness. Um, okay, let's do this. Let's take our quick break, our only break, okay. and we'll come right back and wrap things up uh, with a little bit more talk of uh, Arizona State at Miami. Um, Lindenwood having a rough weekend at Yost, and um, some more good stuff from the teams in our area. We'll be right back. It's time to drop the puck on the nation's best college hockey conference. We bring you closer to the action all season long with access to exclusive on-demand content and more than 140 live games. Catch every big goal and clutch save when you can't be there. We have you covered here. Stream on your phone, computer, or straight to your TV and don't miss a moment from your favorite team. Subscribe now to watch the best in college hockey at nchc.tv. If it's nchc hockey, it's on nchc.tv. At Behind the Mask, we know that players are always messing with their equipment and constantly need to borrow things like tape or need a new mouthpiece during the season. Point is that just because you are fully outfitted to start the season doesn't mean you're good for the year. Make sure that you are always supplied with all of the hockey accessories you need by visiting our stores or BehindTheMask.com. Whether it's an extra mouth guard, wheels and bearings for your inline skates, or extra rolls of tape for your stick, at Behind the Mask, we have all the little things that can make your time at the rink go smoother. Go to any of our three Valley locations or online at BehindTheMask.com. Passion, talent, development. NCAA hockey offers all that and its players graduate at a 93% rate. Trevor Zegras. And they score on the lacrosse move. Jake Gensel. Banks it towards the goal. He scores. Kale McCarr. Kale McCarr. He scores. Stars on campus before the NHL stage. Whether you're a fan or a player, nothing compares to college hockey. My goodness gracious man. Visit collegehockeyinc.com and follow at College Hockey. After a hard day at work or a long week, what's better than good comfort food to put you at ease? At the Spaghetti Shack, we say the answer is comfort food that's made by somebody else. The Spaghetti Shack has taken spaghetti and meatballs, the classic Italian comfort food, to a portable level. ASU alumni owned and operated the Spaghetti Shack has three locations. At 6340 South Rural Road in Tempe, the ASU location at 922 East Apache Road and 952 West White Mountain Road in Pine Top. For lunch, dinner, or catering as well, 
Call us at 480-687-2485 or order online at thespaghettishack.com. From the NCHC.TV studios, you're listening to ITHSW Podcasts, College Hockey West Live. Indeed it is College Hockey West Live, and we are running long, as I suspected we would, with all of the information we had to get through. Scott Strandy with you tonight, Colorado Springs, Colorado. My co-host is always Paul Hornstein on, on Long Island, New York. Um, Paul, quickly, just to run through in the next 10 minutes or so, uh, the rest of the games, we'll get to Wisconsin. We'll hold them um, for tomorrow night for right. uh, college hockey coast to coast. But right. um, the Arizona State Sun Devils went to Miami. And? Uh, you, know, uh, you know, disappointing. Uh, blowing the three-goal lead. They, they you know, Give credit for Miami not quitting, but, um, you know, I, 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 the only word you could use is disappointment. You basically dominated that game for the first 50 minutes. And yes, they, they got a goal with eight minutes gone in the second, in the third period, but that still should have not, you know, basically make you stop skating. Or lose your composure and lose your lose your your your, your focus. But that's clearly what happened. Um, I, I will say this, and 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 I haven't really gotten an, an, a complete explanation for this. Um, on the game tying goal, about I guess it was about twenty seconds before that. It just looked like to me that that. Um, T.J. Semptonfelter couldn't regain his feet. Now, I don't know, did he lose an edge? I've never seen goalies really lose an edge. I've seen their blades pop off. I've seen them lose blades. But I, I don't know. I You know, you can't. I'm not complaining about being able to watch the game. But when they do these games from these jumbotrons and basically the in-house um you know, jumbo, whatever the heck you want to call it, and the, you know, the 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 jumbotron in the middle of the on the scoreboard. When that's the camera angle for the, you can't really tell. Um, it just looked like he was scrambling, and I couldn't figure out why. Um, you know, the 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 pass to set up the tying goal was great. I mean, and the guy had a wide open net to shoot in. But then again, like I said, I don't know how much of that was not being able to get set from the previous uh, segment of time. That It just looked like he was struggling to get to his feet. Now, again, I don't have the video. I mean, I, I, I'm sure it's on nchc.tv in the archives. But I couldn't tell the first time I saw it. You know, and I'm not going to get a different angle. So... That was the thing I noticed about Friday night. Um, they stopped doing what they were doing. They so they chasing the puck. They end up losing in overtime, a quick losing overtime over, goal. Very quick. Very and quick. Uh, and then they come back Saturday, and it's a much tighter game with uh, Gibson Homer making his uh, NCAA debut. Yes. Thought he played pretty well, Paul. Thought he played oh, pretty well. Solid. He was very solid. Um, 
Again, ASU, I thought, was the better team. They just couldn't get the puck past Logan Eaton. Uh, they had they hit three posts in the game when they did get it by him. Um, you know, uh, so it's 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 it, so it so it ends up being a tie. Ends up being but, a tie, and but they win it in the exhibition shootout. So that's a win. little confidence builder, right? Uh, by the way, um. For, for those that, and, and I had people ask you, oh, they, they get to win, right? No, no. Again, non-conference, non-league games. Next year it would have counted for something. You know, ASU would have gotten the extra NCHC conference point. But this year it doesn't count for anything. So, technically. Good point. It's ASU a tie. Go, went 0-1-1 for the weekend. Not bad on the road. Um, is it as good as it could have been? No. Uh, could it have been worse? Yes. Okay, so so we got to quickly go through the next two. Uh, Fairbanks was off, right? Uh, but Anchorage went somewhere. Where'd they go, Paul? Uh, Anchorage went to Penn State this weekend, and you know, good for them. Uh, they lose a tight one on Friday night. They lose a two to one game on Friday night where they got dominated. Okay. Uh to be honest, Jared Well kept him in the game. Not that that surprises anybody. Uh I mean he made fifty two saves. So Yeah, that's good hockey. That's pretty good. <laughs> you know, they got it to within two to one midway through the second period. Ben Alquist from Carson Kosebud and Maximilian Heckelson, your boy Max. Maximilian. Yeah. Um, love the kid. Love that love the style. Yeah. And and so you're like you're like just you know, you're sitting there and you're like, wow. You know? Um fifty plus shots. Um that'll make any goalie tired. Um <laughs> and again, I think it's one of those things that was planned ahead of time, right? Because if you pull a guy the guy makes 50 saves. You expect to see him the next night. Um, but Anchorage started uh, their backup goalie, Greg Rose, the next night. Um, and again, Penn State definitely outshoots Anchorage 44 to 24. But uh, Anchorage was much more accurate <laughs> uh, with, the, with their shots. As they actually, uh, they trailed one nothing, tied it up, trailed two to one, and they got the next three goals to build up a huge lead. And they go up yeah. four to two. That's impressive and, when they go on the road and do that kind of stuff. They're scary too, that team. You know, um, Penn State ties it back up, right? And you figure, all right, Anchorage is done. But no, with five minutes to go in, a, in the second period, uh, they break the tie again to go up five to four. Um, and they get an early third period goal to build up a two goal lead. All right. Um, We're leading hockey. Weston gets his uh, third point of the game uh, with a goal and two assists. Uh, a minute and a half into the third period. And you're like, oh my. Uh, Penn State 
gets one back, but very, very late with an extra attacker and the power play with like 10 seconds to go in the game. But uh, just, you know, good for Anchorage. Um, they're, 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 they're another one of these teams. To just, you better be ready to play. Yeah. Even if, it, even if it looks like you're, 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 you're dominating the game, they're just going to wait, take their chances and, and, and do what they have to do. Okay. This certainly is not giving enough justice to this. So we'll touch on them, uh, no. tomorrow and Tuesday, but Omaha and, uh, Ohio state played at, uh, Baxter arena in Omaha and it looked like Ohio State came prepared because uh, I thought Omaha played very well, and uh, Ohio State came out with a tie and a victory. Uh, I thought Omaha was a better team on Friday night. I thought they were very, very solid. Um, you know, I, the, the two goals that Ohio State got, you know, they were not cheapies. They were not... Uh, you know, they were, they were not misplays. They just, you know, sometimes you got to give the, the the other team credit, right? Um, you know, you, you give up two goals in a game, you expect to win, right? Um, but that didn't happen as Penn State got two to tie the game because especially you get two against Penn You only give up two to Penn State, you expect to win. Um, the next night, I, I thought Ohio State, was definitely the much better team. They rebounded. Um, and, you know, Omaha couldn't get anything past uh, Logan Tiernis, um as they, you know, as both teams swapped goalies for the weekend. Uh, well, Tiernis actually played both games, but, you know, uh, he was on a roll on, on, on Friday. They kept him in, and he shut down Omaha on on Saturday night, and just you know what do you know? Ohio State's a good team. Uh, you know they're 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 two one and three on the season. A lot of ties, or now they're three one and three uh, with the Saturday night win. But you know another split weekend for just about everybody in college hockey. I'm afraid that could be the uh, theme for the entire year, 23, or the entire season, 23-24. So, okay, much more tomorrow night on College Hockey Coast to Coast and again on Tuesday night with College Hockey West Weekly. So we'll say goodnight. Take it away, my friend. From the NCHC.TV studios, Behind the Mask, College Hockey West Live has been brought to you by Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos Worldwide. It's where the action is in the resort or in town. Behind the Mask, whether you use blades or wheels, whatever your hockey needs are, see our three Valley locations, BehindTheMask.com. Jesse Ray's Barbecue, the best in barbecue Las Vegas style, 308 North Boulder Highway in Henderson. For the NCHC and NCHC.TV, subscribe to NCHC.TV and catch all of the action from the toughest conference in college hockey. Tag Creative Group, search T. Grand Rudd on RedBubble.com and let us help you design that one-of-a-kind gift for you or someone special. College Hockey, Inc., your NCAA hockey resource. The Caesar Sportsbook app. Download the app where available, but please play responsibly. FedEx, simplify your business shipping with FedEx, the official package delivery company of Ice Time Hockey West. And by Liberty University, over 700 programs of study to help you impact your community on and off the ice, strengthen your faith at our state-of-the-art campus. See us at liberty.edu. College Hockey West Live presented by Behind the Mask is live every week on the Podbean app.
and available along with all of our weekly podcasts for download at your favorite podcast platform. Search ITHSW Podcasts, all one word. That's ITHSW Podcasts, all one word, to find any of our shows. Subscribe, rate, and review the shows, or just tell a friend to help as many people as possible find the podcasts. Behind the Masks College Hockey West Live and all of our weekly podcasts are part of the IceTimeHockeyWest.com network. All right. Very well done, my friend. Our thanks to uh, everybody at Augustana, Coach Raboin and uh, Zach Rose and uh, Arno Vachon for spending some time with us, for Nick Rapoon for getting uh, everything together for us, the guys at Denver for all their help, and uh, Colorado College, of course, as well, uh, for all their help. It'll be a big weekend uh, coming up with the Gold Pan Series. I'll be here all week, and um, we'll look forward to that. Also, um, a big thank you to Bruce Siski for uh, putting out that nice little tribute to uh, the fallen warrior in Adam Johnson. Uh, R.I.P. Adam. Good night, everybody. Good night.